Hi, I'm Mo Hunt. I'm Mae Campbell. Hi, I'm Rachel Malcolm. I'm Sarah Hunter. This is the Fem 15s in 15s. Fem 15s in 15s. TW2's Premier 15s in 15. It's the Prem 15s in 15 reviewing round 15 of the Allianz Premier 15s. Loads of 15s in that intro. I'm Caleb Mutombo off the TW2, the home of rugby. And I'm joined here by Fergus Mainland. It was a round 15 of the Prem 15s coming back after a blockbuster Six Nations. And with some exciting encounters, we saw Saracens and Exeter playing it out. And we also saw Gloucester, Hardpree and Loughborough. Fergus, how are you doing and do you mind taking us through the fixtures and the results of the past weekend? I would love to. It's been a while since we've done one of these podcasts, but it's great to have Prem 15's league up and running. Of course, the Cup has been taking place. We had the final of the Cup over in Exeter, which saw Exeter maintain their home record against Saracens. Saracens falling in the Cup to the Chiefs. And of course, we had a repeat of that uh, at the Stonex Stadium this weekend, which steers us nicely onto the results. And we'll start with that headline one. Uh, Saracens hosted Exeter Chiefs at the Stonex and Saracens came out on top 29-22. So reversing that result of the Cup, what a difference it makes having their England internationals back. Gloucester Hartbury held off a late charge from Loughborough Lightning to win 40 points to 26 and then the other exciting scoreline as well was Bristol Bears defeating Sale Sharks, 49 points to 24. And then we move on to the slightly more one-sided scorelines, Caleb. First of which was Worcester Warriors beating DMP Sharks, 48 points to 7. And then finally, at the stoop in the game changer, in inverted commas as it was branded, Harlequins beat Wasps. 80 points to 7. Now, Phil, could you take us through the table? I would love to. This is, of course, the first table since the Six Nations break. And following their win and Exeter's loss, we have a change at the top. We have Gloucester Hartbury are back on top. Oh, the cherry on top. The cherry on top. Some might say, I like that. I like that a lot, actually, that line. Two points clear of Exeter Chiefs, who were able to pick up two losing bonus points at the Stonex Stadium. Saracens stay third, but reducing the gap to Exeter Chiefs, now just seven points separating them. Bristol Bears are in fourth place, and they're only four points ahead of Harlequins, who are in fifth place. So a bonus point win from Harlequins and a slip up from Bristol Bears, and all of a sudden you've got a change of that uh, that fourth place into the playoffs, which is so exciting. Then we've got University of Worcester Warriors in sixth, Sale in seventh, Loughborough Lightning in eighth, and DMP and Wasps uh, propping up the bottom of the table in 9th and 10th, respectively. We know that the Allianz Prem 15s is changing in terms of its nature next season. We have some newcomers, and some newcomers have already started shaking up the transfer window. Um, somebody opened the transfer window somewhere around Ealing, if I may say. With the first move, Abidal of the Harlequins moving to Ealing Trail Finders. And a lot more transfers have been happening during the course of the past week or so. It's been unbelievable. I love transfer news. I think it's some of the most exciting news you can get in sport. <laughs> and I just lo- I love it popping up and seeing people who, who's going where. And there's not much news that stops me in my tracks, but quite often it'll be transfer news because it's such a, it's out of, no- quite often it can be out of nowhere, these moves coming in, obviously people working hard in the background. But yeah, Abby Dow to Ealing Trailfinders, reuniting with old coach, Giselle Mathers, what, uh, 
my honestly, genuinely, my first reaction was sympathy for Harlequins. Actually, yeah, you you feel for them, but you're also okay for Quins unless some people continue to leave because that back three looks okay. They still have, um, they still have Elikul Dan. They still have Easy Mayhew, who's been injured for the better part of this season, but they still have a couple of world class players. You could argue who can still prop them up, but they also then lost Amy Cocaine to Leicester and. That that was a big one, wasn't it? Well, just before you get on to Leicester, we're, we're obviously recording this on the Monday and comes out on the Monday. We're that efficient with our editing. But it's worth noting that Ealing put a tweet out today saying that there's more news coming Ooh, tomorrow. Which, they're coming for everything, aren't they? Don't leave anything along the trail because the Ealing trail finders will take it. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I can see... Because of its geographical location, I can see a number of the Wasps players, I think, heading along the road to Ealing. And if I was a gambling man, which I only gamble during the Rugby World Cup when I win the TW2 bet as to who wins the World Cup. Mm, Anyway, the ones that I could see going from that Wasps lineup that played Quinns at the weekend... You could see the likes of Liz Craig, their forward going. Yep. Uh, and you could also see Chris Blanco, the Spanish international, going because the, both of them will want to stay in the in the top league in the world, the Prem 15s. And it's not a difficult move for them to make. It's just down the road. It's just down the road and same coach from previously. There's a link there with having a world-class coach there. And we with Abidal going over, if they're on the same group chat. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. And so... I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a few more of those Wasps players making yeah. moves. Uh, we've seen a few of them transition, as you mentioned, with Leicester. But we'll, we'll get on to them shortly. The big news for Leicester, though, as you've touched on, Amy Cocaine going from Quinns. That's that's massive for Leicester, isn't it? That's huge. They're, they're, they're planning a coup there. We saw their new coaching lineup, Rocky Clark joining in as scrum coach and a couple of other really renowned coaches. Leicester, they're coming for it, aren't they? Yeah, massively. And Amy Kikin, you touched on from Quinns. They're also getting additional firepower in the front row with Leah Bartlett moving from Loughborough Lightning. But it's worth noting as well, they're getting some seven stars in the form of Megan Jones and Celia Quansa, both of which have done bits with uh, Great Britain. They've had Olympic representation. And I just think what an explosive pairing to add to what will be a, a pretty awesome Backs line up. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how when the Prem 15 starts next season as well with WXV happening and if those players are going to start right at the start of the season or some teams are going to miss a lot of the internationals because that's a huge factor, isn't it? We saw what happens to Saracens when your your um, your Mali Packers, yeah. your Zoe Harrisons, your Hodgkinsons are not playing and we saw what they are when they've got all the internationals back. So that makes a huge, interesting um, chat for next season. I mean, you previously mentioned Amy Cocaine shifting over. And we thought, oh, no, what's what's going to happen at uh, Hooker for them? But they've solved that problem. They've got Connie Powell signing from Gloucester, the England cap. And you're just like, well... Like for like? It's, it's like for... I mean, obviously, there's only one Amy Cocaine. There's only one... Amy Cocaine. But, I mean, they're they're strengthening, I mean, they're reinforcing that pack, so effectively they're not missing out at all there, which is which is great for them. And then the other move that I've picked up on as well is Tish Harper, who's signing with Sale Sharks, returning back up to the north 
from Loughborough Lightning, which I think on a two-year deal, I think it was announced, is another brilliant move for Sale, who will be looking to bump up the table uh, next season. Yeah, Loughborough will struggle, definitely. They've lost Sarah Hunter, of course, who's retired. They won't They won't have Leah Bartlett, who's moving on to Leicester. And it's interesting to see if your Helena Rowlands will stay, if your Emily Scarrets will stay, because they've struggled this season mm. with all of that firepower. Imagine not having half of that firepower, what it would do to that Loughborough Lightning team. It then makes you wonder what's going to happen We've touched on a couple of the Wasps players, but obviously there was a huge American contingent that came to DMP Sharks. Yes. But five of them, I seem to remember, signed with Loughborough. They're going to need a home because I can't see them going back to the United States so close to a World Cup when they're getting so much excellent game time in the Prem 15s. So they'll need rehomed as well. Yeah, they're going to need a new house. And it's it's massive for the Prem 15, isn't it? We're having these discussions about mm. players moving around. There's a lot more international competition coming up. We're just under two years or slightly under two years for a World Cup. Mm. It's exciting times. And if you look at any of the fixtures, you saw that Helena Rowland try. There's absolute good rugby being played in the Prem 15s. And if you haven't been watching, all I can say is, sorry. About good rugby, a man who knows a lot of it. Let's listen to Matt's Moment of Merit. My moment of the week this week came from the game changer at the stoop. Harlequins women taking on Wasps women in what was uh, eventually a very decisive Harlequins women's win. Um, But uh, one of many moments of magic from Emily Scott. She created space for her team uh, all through the first 40 minutes and that resulted in quite a lot of points. But then in the second half, uh, she had a chance to show what she could do on her own, uh, receiving the ball in a bit of space and just demonstrating the footwork that used to make her an England regular um, by just dancing through defensive lines and skimming over to, to score a try. It was a lovely moment and a great reminder that while she may not be in and around England squads much these days, she's still one of the finest playmakers in the league. Emily Scott hasn't played for England in a while, but she's got quality and Matt is spot on there, isn't he? First of all, it's great to have Matt's moment of merit back. Uh, always a pleasure to have to have Matt on. Uh, delighted to have him sending in his, his moment again. Uh, we really appreciate it and looking forward to seeing what next week uh, conjures up as well. That Quinn's game, we haven't really spoken to it so much about the rugby in this episode so far, but that Quinn's game was just a stark reminder, I thought, of where we're at in terms of the contrast in fortunes and fates of these clubs. And what was nice, though, from Wasps was to see that they actually had a full bench. They had eight players on the bench for the first time in goodness knows how many weeks, which I thought was important to see. I mean, they were obviously targeting this game as a big marketing one, but the results were only going to be going one way and then getting 80 points put on you is bad. I mean, we touch on some of the under-20s results from the men's Six Nations where 80-odd points were being put on Scotland and just thinking how bad that was for, for Scottish rugby and where we're getting it in the top league of, of the game. And it's, it's the players that you feel for because they're not being supported properly by their clubs and the infrastructure around them. We shouldn't have players in that position where they're going out and suffering losses that big but on the flip side of it I mean how good was Emily Scott how good was Ellie Kildun unbelievable 
Yeah, it's it's. I think it's it's it's. You're right. How good they were and how unbelievable their class isn't it? You give them any space, they're world class. They're gonna do it in such a strong Harlequins lineup. But the the point becomes, we need to find a way that's sustainable for the Prem 15s to go, where we can have competitive games, and even better if we can have teams being relegated in and relegated out in future. Um, ring fencing it will become a problem because teams know that they can take 80 and still remain in the league but hopefully it's 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 growing isn't it and that's what we love about the prim 15s another game that happened was the cherry and whites led by natasha mo hunt um doing the business there and that takes them to the top of the log yeah it does huge results for gloucester and in what was i think quite an important game for them because Mo Hunt, as you said, uh, led the team out, uh, scored the opening tries, which was brilliant to see. However, as the game went off, we started to see almost a performance from Loughborough that we're, we've been unaccustomed to. The, the, there was a resurgence in the second half of the game. They came back into it, and at one point, with about seven minutes to play, it was about seven points was the margin, I think. So they clawed right themselves back in, but then Gloucester did what Gloucester did. That so, Helena Rowland try, though. And yeah, Gloucester scored one more try in the dying minutes of the match to to extend it. But to come back to within seven points of the now current league leaders, I thought was hugely impressive from Loughborough. And something we haven't seen a huge amount from them in terms of getting themselves in a position to win a game as, as this season's gone on. Yeah, they've 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 disappointed me in terms of how they've performed Loughborough. Um, I would have used a phrase from another podcast, but we're not. They would have gone on that particular list because of how they have performed, and I, I just hope that they kick on next season from that twenty, thirty odd minutes we saw them against Gloucester, who are now on top of the log. But who are we watching for this coming weekend, round sixteen? Can Gloucester maintain their their position on the log, or something might change? Big fixtures coming up this week. We've got. Extra Chiefs travelling to Bristol Bears. That will be epic in a top four playoff clash. We've got Loughborough Lightning travelling to DMP Sharks, looking for Loughborough to pick up a win there. Saracens looking to march on to University of Worcester Warriors. And the game that I'll be going to, down at Twyford Avenue, Sale Sharks coming down and they're playing Wasps. Very much looking forward to being in attendance at that one. And finally, on Sunday... Harlequins are going up uh, to the circus and face our league leaders, Gloucester Hartbury. Harlequins, Gloucester, I think, is the pick of the fixtures. Everything happening in the Prem 15s and 15s. I've been Caleb Mutombwa. Fergus Mainland has joined me. Thank you very much for this, Ferg. Until next time, it's bye-bye.